Well, I'd say handbags, but of course you can't say handbags anymore because you get suspended from things. Have you missed? Have you have, you have you heard this story? Right. No. Who's okay. This is BBC Radio Lincolnshire. Have suspended a guy by the name of Steve Thompson, who was commentating on a match for them. I'm not quite sure. I assume it was Lincoln, and described there was a obviously a, a contretemps between two players and described it as handbags, which is a classic piece of football vernacular. Yeah. And somebody complained about this, and they've suspended him. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? Really. I I uh, I know we have to be intelligent with the language that we use, but I don't know if using the word handbags could be seen as other than football vernacular. Yes. It's it's not sexist, it's, it's not, not misogynistic. No. It's not uh homoskeptic. It's not transphobic. <laughs> it's not what's wrong with handbags? Because I, I, I genuinely sat and I, after I saw this story, I thought about this at length because I thought, okay, you know, we're in, a, in a, an era where we have to be very conscious about what we say, which is fair enough because we don't want to, uh, you know, offend people and things like that. But I just thought there is absolutely no way. I thought every which way that could be construed, there's no way you construe that as being offensive to anybody as far as I'm concerned. Because I'm thinking it doesn't say, he didn't say as far as I'm aware Oh, it's women with that, you know, handbags. And that's like, because that's not what a football pundit would say. No. Because the vernacular is, it's, oh, it's handbags. And I'm thinking, well, it could have been two blokes holding bags. It doesn't have to be handbags. It could be satchels whapping it. It's like schoolboys fighting with their school bags. It's the same thing. It's just a phrase or, that's been, you know. Or as I've seen British youth now, they wear bum bags over their shoulder. They do. Fucking, fucking stop, stop it. it. Stop it immediately. Yeah. So, and I'm oh, so easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I if Robbie Savage had said that on six oh six, they would have gone. Oh, it's Robbie Savage being Robbie Savage, isn't it? He's just being a cheeky little monkey. Oh no, he's shit. what was he shit in in a, a lovely sort of a lovely moment on the FA Cup third round draw, which because I don't have BT Sport, I was watching on BBC One because it replaced the one show and Mark Chapman is far preferable to, uh, well, you know, one show. And they presented it live from Marine, which was great. Yeah. yeah it was great. Who have, who have Marine got? Tottenham. Fucking hell. And it's so sad that not, people aren't going to be able to go there. But as somebody said, you know, Scousers now have to turn a book and I'm sure that, that they will be renting out their uh, living rooms and their, their back bedrooms to be able to allow, uh, you know, the uh, the, the Tottenham uh, supporters to come and <laughs> to just come in like an Airbnb kind of thing for the afternoon to watch the game. What was great was they flipped then to the BT coverage, uh, who would, obviously they're, they're doing the draw, and the sound didn't work. And Robbie Savage was the person doing the draw. It was beautiful. And even Mark Chapman said, he said, there is an obvious joke to be made here. As he said, well, we're really sorry for the sound problems. There is an obvious joke to be made about Robbie Savage. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's, but that's not a joke. It's not a joke, <laughs> Chappers, because we, don't, we, we, we all love this fact that, you, that Robbie Savage, we can't hear him. It's wonderful. It, it's like, it, was like God's, it was like God's mute button. <laughs> the missus went, not knowing who he was, sat next to me at the time. And she went, who's he? He looks like a bit of a t- and I went, that's Robbie Savage. And I was like, there you go. She's nailed it. Maradona was up high with his remote control in heaven, <laughs> looking down going, yeah. screw you, Savage. Yeah. I mean, and amazingly, I mean, this is the second time in the space of a couple of weeks where an idiotic blonde has been muted by something to stop them spouting bullshit. Are you talking Boris Johnson or are you what? talking Princess Diana oh, well, in the crowd, yeah, well, no. which has now had to be labelled <laughs> fiction? Oh, Yes, I, at I the behest it, of the culture secretary. 
I mean, <laughs> it's fantastic. I think you'll you'll find that Prince Charles is being overtly <laughs> offended by this Netflix television program. Yeah, but Prince Andrew is oh, <laughs> the fact that people are still dying every single day, and there's more places in Tier Three, despite London having a greater R rate of um, positive tests and hospitalizations. The things that the Tories want to talk about is the Crown. Get fucked, every single one of them. Well, and of course, don't forget the other. I mean, you know, we, 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 the Arcadia Group is in danger of collapse. That's thousands of people out of work. Debenhams is closing. That's another twelve thousand people out of work. But the big issue is, apart from, is the Crown real? Should we, you know there be some sort of government warning label on whether the Crown is real or fictional? Is whether a Scotch egg? constitutes a meal and if so what size of scotch egg does constitute a, a a full meal that is what we need to know i do make a damn good scotch egg in my air fryer i'm like really effing good at them right but where like does that really effing good at them i think an ostrich scotch egg which would be approximately Massive. eight pounds of sausage meat Approximately two loaves of breadcrumbs. Yeah, but that's that, that's then that's then known as eight pounds of sausage meat is known as one Boris Johnson. <laughs> Rearing down on your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I've seen as well if if there's a performance, if you're selling tickets to a pub and there's a singer on, you can sit in there as long as you want. So. As long as you're eating the Scotch egg. As long as you're eating a Scotch egg. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm offended by this personally because I don't eat Scotch eggs. I don't like eggs. Where does that leave me? I feel I feel offended by the government. Now, if we substitute, I'm happy with the sausage meat and the breadcrumbs. That's fine. But if we can substitute the egg in the middle for a Cadbury's cream egg, I no, that's that's only available in uh, Scotland. Scotland, yeah, because that's a Scotch Scotch egg. Scotch, they, yeah. So Scotch Scotch. Well, egg. I'm happy to have that that sent that sent down to me. Uh, mate, of mine was saying to me before actually. He it was his 40th birthday on Saturday. I don't think he might be telling you the story. He won't be listening anyway, so it's fine. And he had ordered a wagyu beef beef steak. Nice. A 10 ounce steak. Now, and I was like, as soon as he said that to me, I was like, oh wow, okay, right, that's some serious. They're they're incredibly expensive. The steak, the ten ounce steak, cost you know, including postage and packing, ninety two pounds and fifty p. Yeah, but they're bred on a farm in Japan. They are where the they feed uh, them beer cows. Yeah, but the cows are massaged. Yes, by Andreas Iniesta. Yes, he takes time off. Yeah, and he, him and Lucas Podolski. Yeah, and they massage these cows. Well, this came from Scotland, apparently. This is a Scottish wagyu beef steak. It can't be Wagyu beef then if it's from Scotland. I mean, Wagyu beef's got to be. I mean, maybe Japan. it wasn't then. Maybe it wasn't then. It was something else he got sent from Scotland. Oh, it was like some big. Um, they're called Lag- big Lagostines. Oh, nice. Like, like they're sort of between shrimp and lobster on the northern line. Sorry, no, that's some. Mornington else. Crescent. Mornington Crescent. <laughs> so, so he got them and they were, sorry, they were sent while live in the box from Scotland. For his, uh, steak and shrimp that sounds good well he didn't he said to me he didn't have all of the steak he, his, his, his wife had some of it but she, uh, she doesn't eat a lot of meat so he told me and then he had some of it he said but it's incredibly rich he said and then he said he had to leave some of it for the next day where he turned it into a steak sandwich and that would be the most expensive steak sandwich 
in the history of of mankind. What a what an indulgence! But perfectly happy for you know a, a man of forty. As far me, as me and your friend birthday. have have done exactly the same thing this week. I, this week, well, his um, name's also Dan. As it goes, so there you go. Well, me and this other Dan, me and the wife, but not the other Dan. Yeah, uh, went went for a meal in Pasadena the other day, and it was uh, we had. Petit filet mignon, which is eight ounces of beautiful steak. Uh, Diablo shrimp on top, which is cooked in a, a heavy spice rub of, of red pepper. And then some fondant potatoes on the side. Lovely. Some Brussels sprouts and bacon. And again, we, we didn't eat all of it, so we had it the next day uh, on Thanksgiving, which was lovely. But the restaurants in Pasadena haven't closed, but the restaurants in LA County have. So Pasadena is now a magnet for people wanting to dine out. Yes. And the rate of infection now in Pasadena and LA County is so much so that California might have to shut down, shut down. It's not... People are being tested positive more than ever. People are being hospitalised more than ever. And deaths are getting larger by the day. Deaths are getting larger. Is that the right vernacular? People are dying, man! In 2020... Someone died in 2019. No one died. Oh, but now you've mixed up. Now you've mixed up the day-to-day and Coogan and Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. That was oh. Morrissey. Oh, and, and, and in 2019, it was, oh, what, what a tawdry time that was. Oh, and, of course, no one died. And then in 2020, um, well, someone died and they were the first of the gang to die. And it was in an incredibly perfunctory um, fashion, I felt they died. I told them, get off the mini Kievs, they're made out of meat. <laughs> and meat is murder. Yeah. You don't die from bean burgers. <laughs> well, I was going to say, but what has the Trump's, ca- the, the Trump, you know, the, 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 that's not the Trump, kind of, the, the uh, Trump administration's response to this bean? Insert uh, there's silence. been no response. No, I was going to say, just insert silence here. That's all we need to do at that point. I felt that with that your your description of the um of the of the meal that you cooked, I felt that we should. I I, I had albatross playing in my head. Oh, I had some fried off mushrooms with it. So there were portobellos, there were shit aches, and oh, you still having trouble else. after your antibiotics? Are you? I am actually, <laughs> but that's um that's another. Another one for the pot. Trump's gone off the grid. He's still president until January 20th, but he's disappeared. He's gone. He's nowhere to be seen now. And the world is waiting with bated breath. I I think it's just come out today that Rudy Giuliani has asked for a pardon for possible things that he might have done. And it's like, oh. Slowly but surely, people are realising that the mafia has run. Not even the good mafia. Like the shittest mafia Ever right, but has run the the country for the last four years. But the thing is, Rudy Giuliani has had hundreds of pardons in the last few years. Every time he's done an interview, somebody either interviewing him or watching has just gone at some point. Pardon? <laughs> what was that you just said there, <clears throat> Mr. Mayor? Honestly, it's, I, if if everybody's pardoned left, right, and centre, but can, can it's I? It's just yeah. Can I ask a question? Right, you know this yeah. this this clip because you might have seen a more you know because you're on that side of the pond, so it might have been easy for you to hear it. But there's a, a clip from, of Trump having a strop at a press conference where he was sat behind a child's table with a book 
of papers there that were blank, quite obviously blank. And a journalist asked him a question and he went, don't talk like that. Don't talk to me in that way. I'm the, you're a lightweight. I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. Um, now, the journalist, his name has completely escaped me now. I found out who it was. But what was the question that he actually asked him to sort of generate that reaction? I think I think it was the question that nobody likes to answer. Do you wipe forward to back or back to forward? <laughs> and if so, do you, do you use from, the Bill of Rights for this? Do you go from the gooch to the back or do you go from the back to the gooch? And nobody wants to answer that question, although there is only one way. You don't rub towards your gooch. No. You rub out. Yeah. You don't rub in. Fucking hell. Um, I like I like so that desk in the White House is a very specific desk. It's used to sign bills, bills, that have bills, been bills. passed yeah. by both houses in the Capitol. Yeah, and then they come to the president for the ultimate signature. So when he does executive orders, which are of the executive branch and by the president alone, he has to do that at the Oval Office desk, the Resolute Desk. Yep, the Resolute Desk. Uh, but when he does bills that have come from the Capitol, he signs them on this desk. And it's so tiny, and the chair's tiny, and the president can look silly on it because it's supposed to be so small so you can surround yourself with government staff, senators, representatives. It's supposed to be a photo opportunity desk where you are looking strong, surrounded by your supporters. That's the only time when you're supposed to use that desk. But he what was he signing? For a... What was he signing? He wasn't signing a damn thing. What? That's the thing. You're only supposed to use that desk when you're doing a ceremonial signing of uh, a bill. But he used this desk for an impromptu press conference because he wanted to sit down. And that's why he looked as if he'd been sent to the little table at a wedding where you get chicken dinosaurs and beans. <laughs> and it's like whoever is... <laughs> advising him in the very inner Rick's Santorum uh, is doing a hatchet job on him. Because like we said weeks ago, when he was in Florida dancing to Macho Man and YMCA, I think there's a few other songs. You can't always get what you want. So, someone, someone is taking the piss out of him on the inside. Yes, Mr. President, this desk will be fantastic for this press conference. Here we go. <laughs> Let, it's so small, it doesn't even, it wouldn't fit in the half of the fireplace that was behind him. It's, it's that, it's like the furniture built for new build homes. Because you know they build everything to scale. Yeah. So in your in your when you go in in your eyes it looks all in proportion. Right. But it's it's actually like a lot smaller than you think. So when you go to buy a proper bit of furniture for that brand new build house, it doesn't fucking fit. Because <laughs> everything everything that they build for these yeah. showroom houses are built specifically for the tiny piddling dimensions of a new build. That table's even smaller. So has he? sat at that table he's picked that table with the intention of trying to look big and imposing and tough because that table is normally like i said you're normally surrounded by acolytes and friends and right people who support your cause and you're signing a bill into law so it's it's quite a powerful yeah. show of 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 strength but the fact that... the, the... <laughs> oh man has, has your chair just gone then or something 
No, that's me doing. Oh, it's it. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I think you know, there were there are Lego men that will go in and go. I like that's a bit small, isn't it, lads? I'm not sitting at that. I look like an idiot. Yeah, I, and I saw another video this week which was wonderful, and I say that in the most horrific kind of way. There was a woman there, and I think I may be wrong, but you'll get the gist. She goes, "I am an Iraqi Kurd. I come from an area that was." under terrible uh, hardship under Saddam. But now we have been under the terrible rule of ISIS and uh, six of my brothers were slaughtered in front of me. I was forced to move in with my sisters and my sisters-in-law. We were subjected to rape, torture at the hands of ISIS. And Mr Trump, I, I want to express to you how much we need the American military to take out ISIS. And he says, yeah, but you've got a Nobel Peace Prize. That's good, right? Yes, but I've lost my entire family, uh, my entire friends, my community. Blood is pouring on the streets. Yeah, but well, what did you get the Nobel Peace Prize for? That's good, right? I, I got it because I, I have to talk to people about the death and destruction of my community and the genocide of my people. Yeah, but she's got a Nobel Peace Prize. It's like, you fucking don't get it. He doesn't get a damn thing. It has got to be dangerous if he doesn't get locked up. He will mobilize whackers. He's already he, done He's it. already done it. Yeah. A, a few more people, weirdly, are coming around to uh, what we've been discussing for seemingly months. As soon as he gets out of office... There's going to be a red dot on his head. And why, why is, he gonna, is he going to become a Hindu? He's going to become a Hindu. He's going to go to a wedding. And no, they, they say one day he's going to have a red dot on his head. And then the next day he's going to have two. And then the next day he's going to have three. It's going to like look like the predators after him after <laughs> it's just, about a week. It's just going to be, yeah, I was just saying, he's just going to go on, gone a bit, bit mad with the bronzer in that area, and, particular and, area. And people are saying it could come from anyone. Yeah. I, I think this is why he's refusing to concede now. I don't... He, he, he realises in his head he's not going to be president come January 20th. He does, though. I think he's probably scared for his life. Well, probably, but that's because his diet's terrible. But also, I mean, I, I'm, I'm expecting at some point now, because we've just we've got to that point of the year, I think, where at a point of this process where he's actually going to sit there and say... Joe Biden, not fit for office, not fit for office. He has broken his foot. He is not fit for office, quite clearly, because he's broken a bone in his foot. So, so therefore, if he's not fit for office, therefore, I should say. It, it, he's going to say it as a very literal definition. I, I think you're two days away from that. Oh, yeah. But bonus is Donald Trump Jr. on, on the death of Diego Maradona actually won an auction for uh, two footballs that uh, Maradona <laughs> once carried yeah. off of a plane. Yeah. And I never realised Donald Trump Jr. was a big soccer fan, but he, he's clutching these balls everywhere he goes. Yeah. And he's going, look, I've got Maradona's massive balls. Oh, no, but that's what it is. Right, okay. So therefore, when Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, the Donald Trump Jr.'s partner stood up at the Republican National Convention and did that speech, which ended with her their hands in the air going, the best the is, best yet, to is yet to come. She had, she had imagined two footballs, one in each yeah. hand, and maybe that was what she was referring to, that the best was yet to come. Because it's in there. To, to come. To come. Yeah. 
And there was just yeah. some obviously some glitching somewhere in the you know, and that's what she that's what she had on her hands. It was there, and the balls have been taken away from her. She dropped them. And she's because it's a soccer ball. She's got Tony Miola in one, and she's got Casey Keller in the other, and uh, Tim Howard just coming up the middle. I know, yeah. Thank you for listening to another top content podcast. You can now listen to over 70 episodes in the archive. Go to podfollow.com slash top content pod. And if you click on that, it'll open up in your usual podcast player. You can also talk to us on social media as well. And tell us what your favorite episode of the 70 odd podcasts in our archive is, because we would love to know. Uh, Find us at top content pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, of course. This has been a Top Content production. We've probably got enough, but it was Jean-Michel Jacques and wire up Joe Biden's moon boot, and every time he walks, he'll play a bit of Ox- uh, oxygen. <laughs> Brilliant. Lasers come out of his toes. That's fa- that's uh, that uh, that yeah. I would watch the inauguration for that. Uh, step, Which is step- what we should do with Ollie Watkins, Aston Villa. Honestly, just. Just put some lasers yeah. in Ollie Watkins' boot, and next time he gets done for VAR, the laser can <laughs> right up VAR's asshole. <laughs> if, if VAR has an asshole. Well, who knows? Right, I'm going to press stop there. Hang on. Uh, in other news.